Hey y'all, guess who's back on the potty? Oh wait, shit. That sounded so bad. Okay, I'm not, I'm gonna keep this. Anyway, um, on the pod, I'm gonna just say the pod, the podcast. It's been a minute since I hopped on the Black Girl Tea podcast and honestly, it feels like I'm returning home. I haven't been around for a minute um, and now I'm here to speak my shit. <laughs> How y'all been? I hope it's been a successful and great 2021. Um, lots has happened from this year and last year. It's kind of meshed together for me, honestly, in terms of timing. And I'm going to do a little reflection today. Kind of touch on the end of my 2020, because that's kind of where I left off uh, with giving you guys updates. And then talk about this whole year since we've hit the end of it. We are, A, still in a pickle, so if you're down for getting vaxxed, get your booster. Um, If you're not, then I guess don't. I'm not going to comment on that. Whatever. Um, But we're still in a pickle, and I feel like we're still going to be in a pickle for a minute. Uh, But in the meantime, get it right, get it tight in terms of your health. (laughs) Because either way, there are other sicknesses. It's like, you know what's funny? You can't even be regular sick anymore. Like, I've been getting cold. But, like, every time there's a cold, it's like, oh, you got you got the Rona. And that's not the case. You can still get regular sick. You'll still keep it up. Um, your immune systems still take all your vitamins and all that. Especially because now it's getting cold and freezing. Especially here in New York. Which I will touch on in later in the, you know, in the pod. So, I'll start with 2020. The end of 2020 was kind of a blur. Um... I remember bits and pieces of it because I had like a I had a goal that I had to meet by the end of the year and that was just trying to understand where I was gonna go in terms of moving uh, as you guys know or I mentioned in the past I had moved back to my hometown from Connecticut and <laughs> let me just say the number one lesson I learned was when you leave your hometown Make sure that it's for good. Make sure it's for good. Don't, there ain't no turning back. Ain't no, I need to go save somebody. Nope. When you leave, leave. And there are people who it works out for. They go, they do what they got to do. They come back and, you know, they have a new mindset. And things are, um, they're able to navigate it a lot better. I don't think I spent enough time, even though it had been eight years, I don't think I had spent enough time away to really be able to come back and navigate it a different way. So I immediately kind of fell back into not being lazy, but being um, just a little stagnant in my feelings and feeling like I was a little stuck. So I spent the last part of 2020 getting ready to make a a new move deciding where I wanted to go deciding what I wanted to do and going back to work like a dumbass like I don't know why I did that but I ended up uh I wasn't working and of course I was getting those you know little Biden coins but or was it Biden Trump coins whoever's coins it was I was getting little coins but I ended up going back to work uh, for my sanity. And it wasn't too bad, but I honestly, now that I'm like reflecting, I'm, 
probably could have done something different with the time. I didn't have the energy or I, yeah, I didn't have any energy to do creative things. And I think that's because I was sinking everyone last year. There was a moment of quarantine or lockdown where we were having fun at the beginning and then it just got really terrible and everyone was just like stuck and holding on and trying to trying to make it through but also receiving little to no answers we had no idea what was happening around us and um you know people it was hitting closer and closer and closer to home and then actually in November it hit my home literally and I got COVID um and that was a scary time that was just because here's here's what happened if you've never got if you've never gotten COVID by this time first of all bless you but two when you find out there's nothing they tell you after that they literally just tell you like you tested positive you gotta quarantine you gotta stay home and there's nothing else. I didn't get any recommendations in terms of um, what kind of things to take. All the recommendations I got were from Twitter. They were from social media in general. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. All of these little apps that were helping and acting as herbalists, acting as doctors, acting as nurses to kind of help people understand what to do after the fact, after you hear that. And it's really a numbing experience. When you first um, hear it, I'm, I feel grateful that I was able to bounce around on social media and find a little bit of info, but in terms of having professional medical um, consultation or help or guidance, there was none. Um, not, nothing to help you understand what was happening to your body. I luckily did not have to go to a hospital or anything, so I kind of just thugged it out, um, stayed home, of course, chilled. It got scary because, you know, the fever goes up and you are short, like you don't feel, you have a shortness of breath, rather, and that's how I knew I even had it because I was walking up the stairs and I was like, wait, this is different, like... I know I ain't been out and been doing my walking and my dancing and stuff, but this is a different kind of out of breath. And that's when I went to go see everything. And it was like, yikes. Um, so that's kind of how it closed. That was the year I spent the holiday pretty much alone, which is not something that was new to me. It was something I was already planning on doing, but to be alone and sick was a lot. Um, and then we brought in the new year with some friends for 2021 and this year honestly I don't know about anybody else but these two years have been meshed together there are things that have happened in 2021 that feel like they happened last year um and vice versa I just time is is not happening very well for me right now I'm just everything's kind of mixed up together um but I did have a successful 2021 and when I say it's been the start of like a bomb ass comeback, y'all, I'm extremely pleased. Um, I was able to travel. I know Rona's still out here. 
I did get vaccinated. Um, and I did travel quite a few times with caution, of course, of course, um, was able to travel to Vegas, Myrtle Beach, Baltimore. I think I went to Baltimore twice this year. Uh, where else did I go? Vegas, Myrtle Beach, Baltimore. I went to Florida for a week. Um, went to Ohio, which I'll get into a little bit later as well. Um, but yeah, I was able to travel more than I had ever thought because last year in 2020, I had ended up going to Mexico, loving that experience, which there's a past podcast, um, episode when I talk about my trip there, an amazing experience. And the only thing I wanted to do in 2020, because I had the money and I had the time, I really, but this is before everything really hit the fan and we really shut shit down. I really wanted to travel more. And I feel like as soon as I made that decision, it was snatched away from me. And I spent the whole year just thinking, like, I have all this time and, like, I'm not working. I'm, I'm off. But I didn't do what a lot of people did and flee the country. <laughs> I stayed here. I didn't get locked off somewhere else. I didn't, like, run away or anything. Um, I was here through the thick of it. And mostly because I was afraid and just trying to understand like everybody else trying to understand the severity of this um but this year I got to take all those opportunities and I got to take all those trips and I got to meet great people and I got to expand my relationship with people that were already in my life so it's been it's been pretty good the summer was really that time for everybody because everybody was outside this summer and that was like our goal our goal was to be outside and we did that I saw (laughs) y'all we did that I was outside I saw y'all outside and I'm glad we were able to do that um but then of course toward the end things started to take a little bit of a turn which we kind of knew was gonna happen so yeah Um, Some other things that happened in 21 for me. I officially moved to New York City. And listen, as my episodes were back in the day where y'all could hear the bumping and grinding of downtown Stanford, where y'all could hear the bumping and grinding of Mount Vernon, New York City is no different. Um, (laughs) It really is. Uh, bustling city as everybody knows it really is as loud as everyone knows it to be and it's not that I didn't know New York City was loud because my family are they're native New Yorkers they've been here their whole lives um, so I've been here but living here is different than coming to see your grandma different than coming to see your auntie and leaving um there's a different kind of essence that you feel when you actually are here and you can be considered a New Yorker. I mean, I'm a New Yorker by birth, but New York City, you know how they get. So yeah, I made that decision. I moved here and it's been, New York City is not, um, it's not the same. People are going to keep telling you that and it's true. As someone who lives here, the glitz and glamour of New York is never going to go, I don't think. But it really is the kind of place 
where it's changing rapidly. Um, You guys know a lot of people, or if you don't know, a lot of people left New York City when shit really started to hit the fan with COVID. Um, A lot of people went back. It was a lot of the implants. I'm sorry if you're a New York implant. I'm technically a New York implant as well, even though I have roots here or whatever. But a lot of the implants left and they went back to to their... They went back to suburbia. Um, and I moved into New York City at the, <laughs> in the thick of it. At the, actually, it was at the time where everybody was trying to move back into New York City because everybody wanted to be outside for the summer. So in July is when I got back here. And it's, it's, been, it's just been interesting to watch. The neighborhood that we picked in New York City is beautiful is very rich um in latino culture i have a great time here we got the local bar shout out to girl on the hill and i'm happy i made the move because i felt like if i stayed in my hometown then i would be very sad (laughs) for real very very sad i learned a lot about myself this year in terms of um creating and fostering a wholesome and loving and fulfilling emphasis on fulfilling environment um I had to really go deep within myself a lot last year of course um and as you guys know last year I was in a relationship and for a little bit of the time and I did go through a lot with that little period but coming back and like being single for like the end of 2020 and all of 2021 and being able to really just be selfish ooh, I know I need that one I was I mean I was by I was by myself before that and I felt like I was in a really good place just because I had all my time to myself and it was myself and work And then I got a moment where it was just myself and myself. And I had to figure out what to do with myself every day outside of work. And that was, that was, it was tough at first. Me and I were going on walks at 7 a.m. virtually. Because, you know, she's um, where she is and I'm where I am. So, we, in a perfect world, we'd be taking those walks together. But we had to do it separately and we made it work for as long as we could. It's like we lived together. We lived on the phone together. So part of that was that part of quarantine. I want to, yeah, lockdown, quarantine, that part of lockdown, quarantine. Um, I guess that's the same word. I'm trying to figure out which one to say. It's the same damn word. Anyway, that part of the whole this pandemic thing that we're going through was so healing to me and we ain't talk about shit (laughs) we ain't talk we ain't talk about a lot but it was it fostered love and healing within myself and I needed that so shout out to you nine always and forever um taking our 5 a.m walks 7 a.m whatever time we got up we was going to walk and we still do that if we go into the store yo you coming with me we're on the phone together (laughs) so we're always together um but yeah, 
I needed that time to go back and foster relationships with myself and with people that are that are really there um and I I did that and I feel happy I did that and it's something I want to do moving into 22 I was able to back to some of my accomplishments um so yeah I moved to New York City I was able to get a job in my uh career field um which was actually really nice it's remote it has great benefits I feel very happy uh I'm not too the work from home thing can be a lot I don't know if anybody else is having a like they're bittersweet moments when it comes to that because it's like okay I'm I am home I feel safe I can work from my bed I can make toast and tea whatever you want to eat in the middle of the day I could you know but at the same time there is a there's a big chunk of connection that we're all missing and the time that we would spend at the, you know, at the at the break station or whatever, or walking around the office or taking a trip to the bathroom and running into people and talking, we're not getting that same connection. And I kind of miss that. I'm not going to lie. Um, I miss having to meet strangers. I miss, I miss having to talk to people at like happy hours or, or so. I do miss that. But I do love working from my bed in my underwear and in my little big, my big t-shirt. I, I like that too. I like both. But with 2022, I'm hoping we get just a little bit. Because we were already disconnected as a people. And I feel like the disconnection is furthered now because we're not seeing each other. We're not, you barely want to stop and talk to anybody and even in the moment of um, feeling normal again and feeling like you're connecting with someone again, there's still that caution. We're not interacting freely anymore. We're not interacting fearlessly anymore. With with great reason, don't get me wrong. But it's just something I miss and hoping that I can get more of in 2022. So, yeah. I just, I'm very grateful for the comeback of 2021 because 2020 was such an eye opener for me. It was so much that came to the surface so many times that I had to hit up Nye and be like, girl, (laughs) you won't believe what just happened now. Like, and it just seemed like it was for a minute. There was a good couple, like span of maybe three or four months where it seemed like every day or every week I won't be dramatic I'm gonna say every week every week every other week it seemed like something else and it I I was waiting I was waiting for it to be done and then 2021 came and there, there feels like there's a little bit um at least personally there's a little bit of calm so I'm hoping and come back. Don't forget come back. I gotta say come back, okay? Because 2020 was ghetto. And 2021 was also ghetto, but ghetto in a different way. Um I feel like 2022 is 
full comeback. It's it's full pedal to the metal. I'm back. I'm recording. I'm creative. I'm you know I'm I'm working that muscle because it has been it's been stagnant. Even with my own side things, Shea Saturdays with writing with you know I write for a living now. So <laughs> we write for a living. It's it's fine and it's fun because a lot of people are always like. Yeah, you should be doing something you love for money. And that's okay, but it's different when there's restrictions and parameters and all this stuff around what you have to do and how you have to say and how you have to sound and who you have to appeal to. Um, I do miss the autonomy of doing my own thing. And I'm in 2022, I plan to do that again. So stay tuned. I look forward to interacting with you guys via Tea Party. And yeah, as always, keep it clean. Keep it fresh. <laughs> keep it funky. Keep it. <laughs> keep it 100, ultimately. Okay? Take care and Happy New Year. It is 4.17 in the morning. And, oh shit, I'm, I'm wilding right now. <laughs> I can't sleep, so fuck it, right? We're gonna record. Um, how y'all doing? Hope y'all good. I hope y'all enjoyed hearing Shay's voice. Because, bruh, niggas is back! I mean, we ain't back back, but y'all finna hear from us. But, um, what's up? What y'all doing? Y'all happy that New Year's coming? How was Christmas? I mean, I be asking y'all questions like I can hear y'all answer them, but like I hope y'all answer them back when I be talking to y'all. Like, I'm thinking about it. Nobody asked me how I was doing today. Like, it wasn't genuine. I don't know. Let me get out of my head. But I hope everyone is doing well. You know, COVID is taking over our lives again. Omarion is here, and clearly this nigga is not trying to go nowhere. I don't know what his problem is. He need to go. First he was dancing in a coat. Now he didn't arrived as a virus. It's deeper than... You know. Anyways. How y'all doing? What y'all doing? Oh, not the emails coming through. I am going to reflect. You guys have hearing... You've been hearing me reflect. Um, I've been reflecting a lot over 2021. Um... And I share those moments with you. You just heard me talk about friendships. And in fact, some crazy shit happened. <laughs> I'm not going to do a story time. But um, you guys have been hearing me reflect over the year. Um, just as I talk about things and as I bring topics up. Um, shout out to Cheyenne for rocking with me for a segment. Ryan for rocking with me for a segment. Leonard, um, if I miss anybody, shout out to you for rocking with me with a segment in 2021. Um, I appreciate it. Shay appreciates it. And clearly our listeners appreciate it because y'all still be listening to us. But 2021 was a lot. And first and foremost, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Girl, you did the damn thing. Like, 
I think I'm gonna try not to cry because I might cry. Um, I did so much. I have I actually made some goals, and I want to say by like August, I was sitting with my one of my friends, and I was like, "Girl, my goal list that I created for this year, like I've tackled everything." And I had it was August because I remember we had celebrated someone's birthday. We celebrated Kayla and Leonard's birthday, and we were talking about yeah. So in August, I was like done with everything like I completed every task that I wanted to make I was in a good position um there were of course some things that had came up that I now needed to like make new goals for but like what I needed to get done in 2021 I got done um took some things took longer than expected some things were just one two three boom and it was done um but in August I was like yo I have all of September October November and December to figure out what the fuck my goals are gonna be for 2022 and I was just like what the hell am I gonna be able to do this um around the end of October I started having like some crazy shit happening with some of the places that I've um with some of the people that I was uh, dealing with I realized some of the shit wouldn't work for me and just walking away from situations and friendships and, and all types of shit but I'm proud of myself like I made so much progress I thought that I was gonna lose it when it came to black girl tea because I couldn't lean on Shay as much as I I usually would when it came to our ideas um because of the distance and there was a point in time where our schedules was just not working for each other and I was like well, what am I gonna do how am I gonna do this um but it just taught me to like you got this now and it showed me so much strength um in my relationship with Shay, we y'all know me, Shay. We tight, we tight as hell. But like, just the support that I got from her being away, um, I needed it. There were conversations that you know, there are episodes that I was like, I want to talk about it, but I don't know Shay. She was like, Girl, if you want to talk about it, like, and it opened. I was able to open up myself about some things and and have conversations. There are moments that you'll hear on the podcast where I'm like finally picking my brain about things i'm like oh shit like i really needed to talk about that and i just want to say to my listeners when you when you've come across those episodes thank you for listening because in so many ways as much as listening to this for you is therapeutic me recording this is therapeutic thank you for being my therapist because <laughs> y'all listen y'all be giving some really sound advice and i really i journal about things that's happening and i'm like i try to find answers and i don't i don't want to say try to find like I get my answer. I'll be like, God, reveal it. And I'll talk about it with God. I'll leave it at that. And here go one of y'all, like, really encouraging me. So I truly appreciate that. Um, but my relationship with Shay, we ain't, I ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. But it really, there was so much strength and, and support that I needed that I was lacking in, in certain aspects. And this pandemic has taught me a lot that the people that you, the people that be in your face the most is the people who don't give a fuck about you the most. Like, <laughs> I done lost a couple of friends. I done made friends and lost them in the same week because I'm just real. Like I'm, I'm a little bit more prone now to and aware of who I had in front of me. I'm realizing that my seat at the table does not have to be act like a, a way of access for all of y'all. I'm realizing that. And before I used to think like, oh my god, like I have to, I have to represent the black community, bro. As much as I do, regardless, because I'm a black woman, I represent myself. I sit at that table representing myself. And I want to carry you guys on my back, but I just realized that it was just so much wrong when I was going on. It was a hot-ass mess. 
But I had so much to like, so much growth. Um, and I'll go one uh, thing by thing. So we're talking about black girl tea, my job situation. A fucking job. Like I don't want to work no more. I really just want to create, and I'm struggling. Um, I'm struggling because as much as I keep getting these amazing side jobs to do amazing work and create these amazing things, I don't want to work and create with anyone else. Like I want to create my ideas. I want my ideas to come to light. So I'm struggling with that. When it comes to Proud Puffs, Proud Puffs is my baby. Um. And I absolutely love it. So, I will continue to do that. Um, school has been great. School has been more than great, actually. I struggled a little bit with finals just because I wasn't... Um, emotionally, I wasn't in a good spot. Um, but school was great. I met so many new people, so many new people this semester. Um, some of them that have become really big advocates for me in school. We're all online doing schooling and, like, people I've never met ever in my life that we haven't even seen in person yet are like, hey, and I, like, this opportunity just opened up. I think you should go for it. And I, and we talk about that so much. Like, they're the strangers are the ones who are, like, are going to always root for you. And I really was just like, rough. It's true. Strangers really love me. And these are strangers who, like, we don't know shit about each other. And they show up. Like, some of my classmates have been like, girl, we see that you had these little tea parties. Like, what are them? We want to come. We want to, like, jump on Zoom. Like, we'll do that after a class. And it just made me, I got in my bag. Like, I'm like, yo, I can't do this with my normal group of people because of how we have things set up. But we can do something similar. And it was just a way for me to, you know, extend my little branch and do something else. And I just loved it. I really did love it. Um, what else do I need to touch on? Oh, Lord, dating. Ugh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> because... <laughs> dating in 2020, um, in 2020, yeah, dating in 2020 was crazy. Y'all remember I was dating G. That was a dub. That, that was a fucking dub. Um, I was stupid as fuck for that. Then, so who came after that? I don't know. Niggas was wasting my time. And my dumbass allowed it to trickle over into 2021. And and some people, I'm realizing, and don't shoot me for this because we just talked about it, but I'm realizing that some men want the type of friendship that you get when you're in a relationship with someone, but they don't want the relationship. And people be confused when I say that, but the the level of friendship that you have when you're in a relationship with someone is different than the level of friendship that you have when, when you're actually their friend. And men want that. And they just don't know how to go about it without trying to fuck you. They don't know how to go about it without having to fake the fuck one in a relationship. Like, bro, if you want to be my friend, just say that. Just fucking say that. I'm going to be a good old best friend. But I had to deal with that. And, like, part of it... So, I've been... I've recently started watching Insecure. I'm all up to date now. But, like, watching Insecure, I really felt in some moments, like, Issa, like, goddamn. Like, I just don't know who to fucking pick because all y'all motherfuckers is, is great and horrible at the same time and um I ain't do like Molly don't fuck everybody but <laughs> it was just like bro like I kept coming across these men that were amazing and I'm never gonna bash them G too he was an amazing guy he just had some shit to figure out um but these men are these are amazing men and I date black men 
Caribbean men. That's about it. Like, <laughs> so I was meeting these amazing men that were in some amazing places in life when it comes to their careers, but mentally they were in horrible positions. And my basic level of friendship was to offer therapy and not me be the therapist, but like, let me help you find a therapist. Let me help you find an outlet. Let me help you. Like, let's just help each other as friends. And then when they were like, yo, I actually really like you. And I was like, all right, well, let's do all of this that we're doing and work toward whatever it is that we're going to work on. They didn't want to do that work. And it doesn't make them any less of an amazing of a man, but it was just, I was, I'm over it. Um, I am seeing someone right now. I've actually been seeing this person since May. They got serious July. Uh, publicly, I don't want to say publicly, but like I've spoke it like this is serious. I want to say in like August. That's when it took a turn for us in August. But we are not in an actual relationship and I'm not pushing the relationship factor at all. Um, I appreciate how slow this is going because it's giving me um, more time to grow as a woman and realize like, bruh, when I did that two years ago, I was dead ass wrong and I thought I was right and I'm wrong as fuck. And I just, I don't want to say this in the wrong way. I love this man. Like, <laughs> he's mad dope. And it's like, he's not afraid to be like, yo, you're bugging and correct me. And I'm not afraid to accept that correction. And I feel like in the past, the reason why I wasn't willing to accept correction in the past is because it would just be like, yo, you're bugging because you're bugging. And he'll be like, you're bugging because although what you're saying is right, your tone is wrong. And that's why you're bugging. And I'd be like, yo, you're right. Or he'll be like, you don't got to say that. You can feel it, but you don't got to say that. And I'd be like, yo, you're right. Um, He's also like... Y'all know my friends group. I don't want to say we are filled with drama, but, like, we're very emotional people. And sometimes we move off of emotion and we really don't think some certain things through. And I've tried my best before 2021 to change that about myself and really sit down and think things out. Unfortunately, people in my friends group did not try to do that. So he's helped me be a little bit more patient with myself. And that's something that we, me and Shay both talk about. Like, we could be patient as hell. When it comes to everybody else, but when it comes to us, we are not the most patient with ourselves. So he's helped me like slow my roll, figure this out now. And I'm like, oh, you're right. And he buys me food, guys. Good food, not the cheap stuff. <laughs> That's a shot fired at somebody. But nah, this this feels good though. It feels good. It feels genuine. It's not rushed. Um, he supports me, I support him. And it's weird because of things that because of the career that I have, it's a little hard to support me right now because you can't really show up. You kind of just have to hear me talk about what's going on and how it's affecting my day and how it's making me feel. And the days where I don't feel as pretty, it's like, I hate work right now and I don't feel pretty. And it's like, oh, come here. What do you need from me? And if it's, it's, it'd be the small shit. Like, you need a, you need a ring pop? Bro, you left one in the car. Come get it. Like, you want to hug? You want to hug it out? You want to talk it out? You want to scream it out? You have that space to do so. So, I appreciate him so much, Mr. Anonymous. <laughs> we are not going to publicly expose him yet. Um, but I appreciate him. And I hope that whatever comes with whatever we're doing, that, um... I always give him the opportunity and the space to be himself. I hope you always feel safe around me. 
although we have our moments where we have smart remarks and it could feel unsafe it's just a smart remark i'm not it's not i don't genuinely feel that way about you um i'd be praying for this man y'all <laughs> this this is how you know like you feel different about somebody when you pray i'd be like lord get him home safe you know bless him strengthen him when he's weak and there are gonna be times and i think that's what people need to learn and i learned it differently because dealing with him is different than dealing with anyone i've ever dealt with and i don't even want to say deal i don't think dealing with is proper terms i should be using but like interacting with him is different he's very easygoing and it's not that other guys weren't easygoing but like they just required that we go and pop lock and drop it and he'd really just be like i just want to take a nap and bro let's take this nap and having to understand that like when men really want their alone time that is not the woman's fault and and it's very easy for the women to feel like they did something because i'm not gonna lie there's been times where i'm like bro did i do something did i make him feel some type of way and they just be like bro i just want to be by myself like he didn't do nothing but learning that there are healthy ways to do it like hey i want to drive and listen to my music i don't want to hear you talk like having those conversations and being open is absolutely amazing and i didn't realize and i'll dig deeper into this with some episodes down the line but i didn't realize how many transactional relationships that i had in my life until i had to like sit and and genuinely think about my relationship with this guy like i am appreciated like he tells me that i'm appreciated without me having to do anything i didn't have to go in and transfer 500 dollars into his account for him to be like i appreciate you it's literally awesome you know I appreciate you and everything that you do. And you'd be like, bro, what the fuck did I do today? And you really didn't even do nothing, but it's the fact that, like, he took that moment out of the day to let you know. That feels amazing. And I didn't get that before. And I was realizing that those relationships that I've had, and not just romantic relationships either, friendships and shit like that, it was transactional. A lot of it was transactional. And I was taken back. I was like, why this nigga loving me like this? Like, I don't think I've been loved on properly in a while. And it's not that people are purposely doing it. People, one, don't know how to love properly. Two, the pandemic has everybody all over the place. And I know people keep saying, like, don't use it as an excuse, but it does. Like, we've lost so many people due to COVID that we don't even know what the fuck to feel anymore. We are so numb to certain shit. We've lost so many people to shooting. I lost a friend two weeks ago to to a shooting. Like, we've become so numb to it. And after the hectic-ass 2020 that we had, you would think that we would warm up to certain things but you really you just numb so mr guy appreciate you um but the biggest lesson that i learned and and the most valuable thing that i've learned is to just rock alone be by myself um the last few weeks i've been super isolated but i've gotten so much done miss my friends love my friends appreciate them dearly but having to sit down and be like i don't want to say forced but like to force myself not to go and have a drink with them but go to a bar down the street and try it out for myself by myself i really needed that um and i am i am absolutely okay with going to the bar by myself but i needed to be okay i needed to like become okay with being by myself again because i was heavily with my friends all summer and i love them and i really needed that but i also really needed this time to myself um i realized that like and this is also something that me and she talk about a lot. I realized that some of the people in my life, like, they're haters. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> and 
I have friends who say like little slick remarks about things and this me and Shay talk about this all the time. They'll talk about they'll say like I'll I'll use dating. Oh, you can go and get any guy that you want because you have the confidence to. Or if I'm like, oh, then they go over there bought me a drink, they'll make the comment like, Well, okay, like you don't gotta worry about not getting a nigga to buy you a drink. And it was like it's jealousy. They hate it because they can't get the nigga to buy them a drink. And I would just always be like, how can I say it? I will always just brush it off because I'm like, I mean, they ain't lying. I, I can, if ain't nobody can, I can get a nigga to buy me a drink. I will sweet talk you into a Casamigo shot in the quickness. And it was one of those like, oh, must be nice type of moments. Like you tell somebody some good news and they be like, mm, be nice what the fuck does that mean you either happy for me or you not and I had to realize that it hurted to have to walk away from some of the relationships that I did because people were haters and also realizing that people be wanting the success that I have and I just had this conversation with Shay the other day like people will want they want the success that you have but they don't want to put in the work and they don't realize the hard work is is the, that hard work, that sleepless night, that skipping a meal and working straight through the day, missing that party, that puts you in a different position. And that puts you ahead of the game to a certain extent. And people, they're not willing to miss out to get to where they need to be. So you want my success, but you don't want my hard work. You don't want my work ethic. And that's something that I had to learn. And that's what helped me, like, not be afraid to shine by myself like you know that day be like don't be scared to rock to rock alone the sun the sun get up the sun rise and be by itself all the time like I really understood that post over the last few months and I it's not to say that my friends were stumbling blocks or anything because they're not but like they just not everyone was my friend and that was one of the biggest things that I had to learn not everyone was my friend. Not everyone wanted to see me win. And some people want to see me win, but they didn't want to see me win in a better way than, than they were. They thought that, like, me shining was going to take away from them shining. And at the end of the day, we could shine just as bright as each other, and, and neither one of us could dim the next person's life. Um, I tried new things. I got addicted to hookah this year. I don't want to say addicted, but I was doing hookah almost every day. Because <laughs> I was like, girl, too, almost every day. Um... Rum Punch is amazing. I started drinking tequila more this year. Y'all know I used to be on Henny and Doucet. Um, I've journaled so much more this year than I've done in the past. And I'm just doing more of what makes me happy. And I think that's going to be... I have some goals set for 2022. But I think just moving in a manner that makes me happy. Not going to work when I don't want to go to work. And I know people be like, oh, you can't just be calling out left and right. Honey, if I need a mental health day, I'm going to take one. If I want to sit in the house and drink my wine for two hours and then get up and interact with everybody else, I'm going to do it. And I, I had to realize, like, that is literally all that I needed to do. I needed to focus on me. And I needed to walk away. And... I saw this post that said, in this season, I cannot be your strong friend. In this season, I cannot be your strong friend. Because I have to relearn how to be strong for myself. How to how to comfort myself in those weak moments. And, of course, in 2022, you're going to see great things from me. 
but me by myself or me venturing out on my own and it's not that I'm walking away from black or tea don't ever think that I'm not going any fucking where um I'm never leaving Che alone but I have to do more of black or tea that makes me happy I have to do more of anything to make me happy I will go on vacation by myself I will go experience a restaurant or bar by myself I'm gonna do more of what makes me happy I don't care if you need two more weeks to save and I already have the money if I'm ready and I'm happy, I'm going to do what I have to do. I can't count me out anymore to help anybody else's feelings. I can't slow down my success because you're not ready to like to shine. Like, I can't do that. I, I cheated myself of so much trying to put my whole friends group on. Um, and the harsh reality is they would never do it for me. And this is harsh reality that I had to realize. But as we always say, everybody can't go. I'm realizing that, and I'm going to go regardless if they are behind me or not. Um, continue to pray my strength, like I always say. And look out for me in 2022. You know, I might be somewhere good, you know? Well, I'm always be somewhere good, but we might be in some high places. So look for us. Look up. Look to the side. Because I might be sitting right next to you. Shit. I'm, I got some nips in my bag, girl. Casamigo shots or something, but <laughs> I hope that you guys have an amazing next few days of 2021, and I hope that you prosper and you live in the abundance the entire 2022. I'm looking forward to see what is in store for you. Continue to be your amazing self. Love you guys. <laughs>